previously on Live at 605. All I heard was like, <laughs> so, Someone step on its balls or yeah. John Mallon and Val Gomez. from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 17, episode 10 of Live at 6.05. And what a difference a week makes, because last <laughs> Monday when we were recording this podcast, it was a snowstorm blizzard. I know, now it's so freaking mild. It was like so mild walking here, I didn't need even like a winter coat. I could have gone with like a windbreaker. Yeah, and like last week it was minus 30, minus 40, and then today it's plus 6. I know, last week they kept calling it, remember the t- term polar vortex, vortex. Yeah. yeah which, which is, makes me laugh yeah so anyway it's yeah it's been a week and it's all the snow is basically gone it's melted there's mm-hmm. giant puddles did anyone splat did you walk home or walk places uh i definitely walked around a lot in the city but i was also wearing my green emerald green coat your nice coat my nice coat and like so help me god if i got splashed i swear to god i would have probably just like given up on life because yeah. that would have sent me over the edge but i i did that thing where i walked really tight into the building so i'm not close to the edge of the sidewalk near the road that's smart then well before we get into this why don't you give out your contact information Mm. this week i realized i didn't post anything at super bowl sunday yesterday you haven't posted anything since like christmas time i know it's been like loafing and we've done so much stuff i'm shocked um what you're gonna call it it is val gomez 23 on instagram and twitter i've done more stories i would say yeah, your last post though was December thirty first. You haven't posted anything since last year. Well, do I have anything good to write about in twenty nineteen? Um well maybe in a couple weeks I yeah. guess you can. <laughs> uh well you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp and I got lots of good tweets and pictures. I've been posting more video. I think I've posted one video in twenty nineteen yeah. of a promo I made a few years ago. So mm-hmm. it's all quality shit and then on iTunes. Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. And we have to tell people that they can also listen and stream us on Spotify Ooh. now. Which I feel like obviously is not as big as like Apple Podcasts and everything, but that's mm-hmm. like the number two. Like if Apple is Coke, then Spotify is Pepsi. What's, yeah, that's fair. I was going to be like. Title's Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, people like Dr. Pepper. So but it's the, only niche people like Dr. Well, Pepper. it's also weird if if you Google Live at 605, mm-hmm. we're on so many different websites now. Like, there's yeah. so many podcast directories. We're on something called Tuned In, okay. which if you go to Tuned In's Twitter account, they have over 200,000 followers. So That's we're on good. Tuned In. We're on, like, FM, or mm-hmm. FM Player. Like, if you mm-hmm. just Google us, we're all over the place. That's Sometimes good. I'm like, how did we get to these? Like, I submitted us to Spotify, Apple. Yeah, but they're probably just, like, corralling, like, podcasts from like different countries and then it's like give me the like top downloaded 500 podcasts in canada mm. we're probably like 499 yeah but uh or exactly. top 30 depend on who you're asking well, on podomatic we're always like number two in toronto there's this one weird one i don't know why they're always number one they've knocked us from the number one spot but in toronto on podomatic we're number two boom bitch and then, so anyway, yeah, listen to us on Spotify. There's actually mm-hmm. been a bunch of plays and streams mm-hmm. on there, so that's kind of cool. So. Have you seen the news? Sorry, not to deviate from the podcast. Are you going to about the news, Zara? No, but it's along the same lines. You know I'm a sucker for a good, like, branding air pack or yeah. just, like, a good, um, what you want to call it? I, I appreciate a good style guide. 
I love when brands go through revamps. Um, I love a good logo change. But the one thing that's irked me a little bit, and I think it was just that they either have some bugs to work out. On Spotify, they change their whole UI when you're streaming so music. So UI. What? What's a UI? Like your the user interface. You guys, <laughs> yeah. See, most people are dumb like me. They don't know all your acronyms or... Whatever <laughs> that thing is. You you haven't heard UI and UX? Today you texted me W H W F H and it took me five minutes to be like W F H W F H. Oh, working from home. <laughs> and I was very close to texting you, what the hell is W F H? And then I was like, W probably something work. F is probably like Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> H is probably I don't know, home run or anyway, something like that. So okay, so the interface for Spotify's new app on um, iPhone, I was looking on iOS, they basically blow up the cover of the album you're listening to. So it like fills the whole screen mm-hmm. and then all of the play functionality is above it. But if you're looking at it, like your phone, obviously, the aspect ratio of your phone is not the same of that of an album cover, which is like a perfect square. Right. right. So I was listening to like a Father John Misty song and it was the off that um the Honey, Honey, Bear. Honey Bear album, right? And so it's the pink cover and so all you see is like the middle part of it and all it felt like was a giant pink Crayola crayon sitting in front of me and I'm like what is this? Hmm. And then I'm like oh wait, it's the friggin' like they changed the UI Right. at some point and I hadn't paid attention but just like that I read about Zara changing its logo mm. and people are like all up in arms because they like they've had the same um, what you would call it logo for yeah. years right? yeah I it, saw it today oh did they change it no I saw it on like LinkedIn posted an article about it so I saw it still it's very easy to read yeah, but, you know, people are shits. But I also think that there's something to be said, like, if you have this iconic logo, it was the same thing as, like, when the Gap changed their logo and then they had to change it back. They did? Do you not remember this? This is where I love brand identity. Okay. The Gap had has its current logo. Yeah, it's, like, whatever the square capital, with, with Gap. Ca- yeah. yeah, it's capital letters, G-A-P. I in a, like, the Gap all the time. Yeah, okay. They, I think it was in, like, the late 90s or early 2000s, changed their logo to being all lowercase letters in a square, right? Or like the square was like above it or something. Everyone freaked out. Nobody liked it. But it was also like, why are you changing an amazing logo kind of thing? Zara, same thing. People got pissed off that all they did was they have this iconic logo from like the Spanish fashion store. And then all of a sudden now they're squishing all the letters together. So people were freaking out because of that. Yeah, but still, you can tell it's Zara. Like, I looked at it today, and I yeah. was like, instantly I knew it was Zara. Yeah, but you know, like, everyone in 2018, 2019 gets pissed off about everything. Yeah, I'm surprised we don't get, like, hate mail written to us about what we talk about and stuff. Well, nobody's bitching about our logo. <laughs> That's because you, and you change it all the, well, no. No, the logo, I don't. Well, you change the, the cover art. Brand. I change the cover art. I don't change the logo. Yeah, sometimes changing up the brand is good. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I hated it when they change it from WWF to WWE. But then when they... I was ch- like, is that wrestling? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but then... I thought you were saying www.com. And I'm like, what do they change it to? No, I'm trying to think of other brands that have have had a successful logo change, though. Like, they, you well, know Starbucks? They're, they're, yeah. Do you know Starbucks, John? <laughs> yeah, so, Starbucks and, and the Gap. <laughs> um, Starbucks had a successful logo change. They just softened their logo. They removed all of the copy around it, and now it's just the mer- made with the swirlies. Yeah, it's the same as stuff like Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's not Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's KFC. 
Yeah, but then you're also like, what is KFC? No, but it's the same as, do you know what American Movie Classics is now? Oh, like AMC. Exactly. They were American Movies Classics. Now they're just AMC. Yeah, but then to that point, do you know what the Learning Channel is? Oh, like E or something? No, it's TLC. No longer as. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, channel, that's a, yeah. For right, sure. and now it's like Pimple, Doctor Pimple. Yeah, Popper. or like little people, giant houses. Exactly, or, it's like know. tiny movers, big circus, or something. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, that was a really long. <laughs> How did we get tangent. on that? I have no idea. Someone mentioned Zara. Yes, you did. Yeah, they should give us some free shit then. Not like there's. I was going to say free shirt, but I changed it to shit, so it's free shirt. <laughs> Do you uh, do you have a sponsorship this Wolf. week at all? Well, obviously it's just my story. Yeah, so it should just be your story. That'll so, just be a story. But so, sponsorship, mm, hard to say. Okay, then why why don't we save your story for for last? Yeah. And basically your story, just give them a tease if they're here last week or if they missed last week. Just tease them what happened last week. Yeah, I guess um, last week we were uh, John and I may have mentioned that. The store in which I bought my wedding dress and our wedding, for those of you guys who are listening and active listeners or not active listeners, our wedding is in like three weeks. 19 days. 19 days. The store that I bought um, my wedding dress at was right beside a restaurant that caught fire on the Danforth. And um, I was waiting to see if the actual dress had survived some damage. Mm -hmm. And so this week we got the result of that wait. We'll tease that now. That'll be the end of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Should we tell the people when I fell in a bathtub? Oh, boy. I think we should also just start. I think the thing we should say is, like, this month, I think January is a horrible month. Yeah, I think when I fell in the bathtub, that was January still. So it was, like, the 31st Yeah, or it something. was the 31st. And we're like, this month sucks. Yeah. Um, but I also think when it happened, I was so stressed out. I, I've never burst into tears so quickly. I was like, I'm the one that fell I over. Know, I was so stressed out because I didn't want you to get hurt. Okay, like, so what happened, John? Uh, as you mentioned, uh, we're probably both just stressed out from wedding and like just, just everything that comes with the wedding. And then just, you know, real life is stressful. And you throw on a wedding that's three weeks away. It's mm-hmm. just going to be str- like. And your teeth and all Yeah, things. look around the wedding or the wedding. Look around the apartment now. Do we have much room <laughs> yeah. to walk around? I actually can't get out of my studio chair because there's like a drum kit like all the actual hardware in a bag beside me. Yeah, there's like 150 mini cubes over there that yeah. house little gummies. There's fucking yeah. 14 big cubes. Yeah. Coffee cup, all this kind of shit. I think this is the difference though. And like, you know, two of our friends are, they recently just got engaged and they're looking at venues. And I was talking about this with Miranda today when we were just shopping just now. This is my thing. I guess people choose what type of wedding they want to have and thus the scale, how much detail, what do they want as part of it, how much ownership do they need. The one thing I thought about was had we not, you know, done our wedding at the Great Hall and done it at like a a general wedding venue, a lot of this stuff would have been solved for us. Oh, yeah, 100%. But then on the flip side, do we want to have a wedding at a general hall? No, because then it's going to be forgotten like all the other weddings we've gone <laughs> no. to. <laughs> oh, boy. No, but so, not all the weddings we've gone to are great. But you know what my favorite wedding is? Mm. Was DJ Dahlia's wedding. You know why? why? Because it was at, it was different. It was at, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, it was Jewish. I haven't been to too many Jewish weddings, <laughs> so that was different. It's Orthodox Jewish. And then mm-hmm. she had it at a, like a concert hall, and mm-hmm. then she had like, 10 DJs, she was break dancing. So it's just like mm-hmm. things like that are memorable. I'm not yeah. saying other weddings are bad. I'm just saying, you know, we can get married at a hall and people get married at a hall in a church. That's awesome. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. I'm just saying ours, 
We're just doing it differently. We're just doing it differently. But one of the things that I was thinking about was, had we done something in a more conventional setting that has, like, chairs in it, like, yeah. those are things that we wouldn't have to take into consideration to, like, wrangle together. So I think sometimes part of the stress that we're going through now technically could be argued it, we brought it's it on. It's our fault. It's our it fault. Is. And I would say the next layer of our fault is, I am a stickler for details, right? Like, I like things in a very specific way. Um, but then I also want our wedding to have the same level of interest as I feel like you and I offer the world. And so, you know, we're doing a lot of things that probably people won't care about. <laughs> Such as, like, I'm really excited about the monogram I created on our candy case. And the kerning on it is off the chain. Yeah. But would people even know what kerning is? Well, this in this podcast, you mention it like twice a week. So yeah. Yes. Kerning is the space between letters or numbers, characters. characters that's what mm. I meant to say. Mm. Yeah. And I'm excited for people to read the stories of our cubes. I'm mm. excited for people. To see, I'm excited for people to see our first dance because of the song choice, I think, mm. is super cool. Stuff like that. But now let's go back to why you may have fallen in the past. Well, for, just before I forget, one thing I forgot to mention it has nothing to do with this, but it's just a cool fact about the podcast. Mm. Just before I forget, mm. this is episode 199. Whoa. It would have been better if we actually had. The 200th episode was our wedding podcast. Well, the other thing is, in two days, you know what the two day what anniversary is in two days? No, it's our six year six oh five anniversary. Whoa! It'll be six years of doing the podcast on February sixth. Remember that time I was supposed to just sign up for three episodes. <laughs> I remember when it's like, well, you're in this now. Am I? And I only have like this four podcast or this relationship. Well, it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'll just you know I'll get friends to come over every week, and that's like, oh, you don't want to do a podcast? Oh, cool. You don't no, know. No, that's not. No, at no, all I'm not saying. Happened. No, I'm not saying you. I'm saying friends. No, that's not at all what happened at all. We would ask. I would say, why are we inviting friends over? And you're like, oh, I don't want to invite no, friends early, over. No, early on, I was like, yeah, like Dan came over. We had, like my dad was on a podcast, all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, that was like week one. <laughs> what I was saying is for the next well, 16 seasons. No, because, yes, oh. yes, 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 yes. Because early on, you're still finding your identity. Like, what is this podcast? What is it? This and that. Mm-hmm. And now I know what, pe- what people like best is your, you and I's banter. And if <laughs> Who you have, have you pulled to figure that out? people like i just i just know personally because i listen to millions of podcasts every year mm-hmm. i also know what's better is it you know sometimes it is fun to have six people over and talking this and that mm-hmm. but when it's usually just two maybe three people yeah then it's it's just better like these are better than we've done some amazing podcasts we've done some garbage podcasts like it's just what it is speak for yourself i am the fucking top tier of the titanic all the time yeah maybe you are but maybe i'm not or maybe we've <laughs> had like some whack guests or something like that am. yeah we've had like a bunch of whack guests <laughs> yeah. or whatever but um, anyways, it, it is you still like doing the podcast, though. Mm-hmm. You like it as part of your identity. Don't act like you don't like. It I like sets it you as apart. much. Of, I like it as, as much for my identity as the new Zara logo <laughs> works for their identity. You like having being a podcaster. Yeah, I, I definitely think when because it's just more dope shit we do that other people don't do. <laughs> I don't identify myself that way, but that's totally cool. On the you. mic, you don't. Off mic, you're just like, yo, you know, we're way better if we do podcasts. <laughs> oh, no. I think for two creative people, I definitely like this as an outlet. Um, I also like this as a moment to catch up with you because it definitely is something that makes us stop and like just like regroup on the week or just, you know, it's just cathartic in a different way. 
Um, but I do think, like, when I think about when somebody's like, John, what is, like, your essence and, like, what do you do? Right? I think the podcast just comes with that. Yeah, of course. Um, Producer, podcaster, like, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I think for me, it's like, it definitely has become that Let's too. Push it, a little, a little it definitely little. has become that too. Yeah. Um, so I definitely like doing it. There's other days where I'm exhausted. Yeah, obviously. And it, it feels more like a job. <laughs> yeah, but it's still pretty, it is impressive. I think we've done 199 episodes and just think 10 years from now, you can go back and listen to something that we did 16 years ago. Well, baby. And like a moment, in, even look at something we did in say 2014. Like we recorded our whole trip around Europe was three podcasts, mm -hmm. you know, the we, telling the story of how we got engaged is on there, you know, having my dad on the podcast, no, is cool. it, it definitely having is your like, brother on the podcast is podcasting cool. is a really great art form for like live journaling. And I'll totally take that um, as like something to cherish when we get older. Yeah. I think like dedicating ourselves every Monday sometimes is well, like a yeah. little challenging. But that's also, it's our own fault because we took two months off between podcasts and recorded two episodes. Yeah, that's also not my fault. I broke my teeth. No, I'm not saying it's <laughs> your fault. I'm saying it's our fault. And as yeah. the creative director of this, that's more on me than you. I'm the creative director. What the hell do I have out of this podcast? Nothing. <laughs> just like the intern? Yeah, you're tech engineer. <laughs> well, anyways, I think it's cool. We've done 109 episodes and it's been six years. 199 episodes. Sorry. I don't get paid for this. It's all in the details. Keep going. Sorry, I forgot what we were originally The bathtub. <laughs> Well, now I know why I fell in the bathtub. <laughs> so anyways. I'm impressed I didn't fucking fall in the bathtub. So after this wedding, I'm excited to look for a house that has two bathrooms because if I did that with. So for. Okay. Let me just tell the story mm -hmm. was I was just super stressed out. I think we were even talking about the wedding and you were <laughs> you were drying your hair and I was butt naked. <laughs> Because we have one chat, one bathroom. Yeah. And as I've done every day for like 33 years of my life is I got in the bathtub, mm -hmm. but I think I slipped. I put my foot on the top of the tub, not in the middle of the, like not on the ground. Yeah, and it was wet because I showered before you. Yeah. And I literally slipped, grabbed the curtain. and Which I don't understand when people grab the curtain. It's a It saved my life. It I'm pretty sure it didn't. It totally did. Okay. Because I, I, it, it's strong. Too, did you just those. get you like a senior's bar in the shower? Yeah, but I've fallen once in 30 years. Like, let's see. That I know of. Yeah, because what I was going to say is <laughs> if that was, if you weren't in there, I never would have told you that happened. Of course you wouldn't have because I burst into tears yeah. the minute it happened. So first of all, I'm lucky that I didn't break my neck or anything. Mm -hmm. I did fall awkwardly. And you scratched your foot. Yeah, I scratched my foot, but uh, I was, it was just one of those weird things where it happened really quick. I fell awkwardly. I can still picture it. Like I fell mm -hmm. half in the tub, half outside the tub, bashed my mm -hmm. hip on the actual bathtub, mm -hmm. smashed my leg on like the outside. Mm -hmm. You burst into tears and I was just like, oh, yes, because you fell in the tub. Let's tell me. No. That. no, I'm just joking. No, because you obviously care about me. Thought yeah, I was hurt. and I was so sad if you got hurt because then it's just like, wow, we have actually the worst luck. But then what I was telling you is. I think I have good luck. If that was you who fell in the oh, bathtub, 100%. you would have broke your neck. I would have broke my neck and like lit a fire somehow with like the hair dryer. Yeah. So, so I, I tried to reassure you that I was fine. When I yeah. came out of the bathroom, I started punching my leg to be like, look, it's fine. It doesn't hurt. No, I hate when you do that. But there's the proof stuff. Oh, I did I did put God. ice on it. For but, a hot second. But it didn't swell up. I still went boxing the next day without any shoes. So I, clearly my foot was fine. Okay. But bathtubs are dangerous <laughs> that's why they have like a bath mat so it has like friction when you get into the bath yeah tub. but or we can just get you the seniors bar 
<laughs> but I've only fallen once in my whole lifetime. Like, that we know of. That's true. I wouldn't tell you if I fought, fell no. again. I think this is the thing when you're stressed out. It's like stress mounts in very awkward ways. And so to your point, I think the other thing that we've done, and I read an article about this in The Atlantic, is if you're tired, you shouldn't think about being so tired when you go to bed. You should like turn, try and turn off your brain and not think about like, shit, I need to get eight hours of sleep. When you're stressed out, the worst thing you can do is talk about the stress out loud in terms of not trying to find ways, like trying to find unnecessary ways to combat it. It should almost be like, take a breath, go do something that you like to do to combat that. Yeah, but then it's like, I got no time to go do something that I like to do. No, I know. But I feel like you and I have, all we've been doing is like, there's a lot of stuff to do. We have to do these things. You're not doing them right. Or like, we can't drive there. And so it's just more about like tornadoing in the stress. Yeah, but that's why I think we'll get stuff done because we're we're also good on their stress. It doesn't mean we don't get stressed out. Yeah. We just figure out our stressful shit. Like, yeah. That's why if you tell me you're stressed out about something, I can figure it out. Or it's like, you know, when you broke your tooth in half, okay, you're stressed out. Obviously, I'm stressed out. But mm-hmm. let me help you figure this out. Let me find yeah, Dr. Goldberg's awesome. home phone number and do this or that, whatever. But it's like it's the same with me with stuff that I'm stressed out. Like you can take that on. So it is good in that sense but we're also yeah. it's also good we stress out about different things which yes. is nice because yeah. if we stress out about the same thing nothing oh would man get done. we would be like we always joke about this saying like john and i are like would be like kick ass on the amazing race and i still feel like we would right but it is to your point i'm glad we stress out about different things because if we didn't and stressed out about the same shit we would not make it past the first round of the amazing race Anyways, that was my bathtub story. Uh, the other things I had, I don't have a whole lot this week. Mm. Uh, we talked about the crazy snowstorm. It was just freezing last week, and we talked about that. Fell in a bathtub. Um, do you want to talk about um, the Super Bowl at all? Or do you want to talk about the wedding weekend? Yeah, um, I can just talk about this story. Like We can just go chronologically if yes. you want. Um, so I guess just how we teed it off earlier in the week. Um I was waiting to understand if my dress was damaged in a fire. And were you getting like daily updates? Like, you know, we haven't heard anything, but we'll let you know or this or that. No. Were you chasing them? I was chasing them. And I think like, I just, you know, when you're kind of, you don't shut down so much, but you're in denial. And then like, everybody's like, nothing's going to be wrong with your wedding dress. Don't worry about it. They're just, they're just, you know, just dealing with shit with the fire. So I'm like, okay, yeah, that's true. But then I'm like, also like, why do you have the worst customer service? And I think that irked me as well. Like, you know, there's a certain level of like responsibility, I think, when you work in that industry that you owe to certain people. Yeah. And it stressed me out. Plus, sorry, they should be able to be used to dealing with stressful people because most brides are bridezillas. So it's yeah. like most of them are and like, crazy. I, th- that's the other side of it. I felt like, and I said this to you a lot, I think, over the years, just like, I don't think I've been a bridezilla. Like, I'm a bridezilla for things that I want to do, like the gummy bears, like the coffee cups, like those that's kinds of things. That's not bridezilla stuff. Though. But that's just like I'm a control freak. But I think, um, what you want to call it, with my dress, the dress is important to me, but it wasn't my top priority, but it was like a priority in the fact that I want one. And so I kept calling them, but trying to be like respectful and like have the boundaries, but then email them. And I just kept saying to you, like, I'm just a little stressed out. They're not getting back to me. But I never physically like reacted to my dress potentially being damaged. I think I was just like, I'm going with the flow. And then on the weekend, we finally were like very much like, 
okay, you're like, I'm going to write an email. And then I paraphrase that email. also, sorry, they don't have phone lines and you can't go in. So you're only form is email they can call you but they don't they don't leave you a number to call them yeah and like the weird thing is and i get that this is all done through social on their instagram they were still promoting that they were having like a trunk show on the weekend so i'm like yeah so like that's what miranda was telling me how's a trunk show like basically you get like a bunch of like dresses in and you can just like promote them that way Hmm. it's like one-offy things um so anyway so then on sunday i sent the email I still didn't. I heard back from them finally on Monday morning, and they said that they still don't have a status on my dress, but they'll get back to me. Monday was the big snowstorm, mm-hmm. right? And so then I was like, you know what? I'll just make another appointment at the backup store where my second favorite dress was from the store in Leslieville called Sash and Bustle. Um, and so. I went there on Tuesday. I had an appointment to go in there at uh, like 4 or 4.30 or something. And it was really sweet. Your Aunt Janet came with me. Mm-hmm. And so we went She's there. your Aunt Janet in two weeks. I know. But I always say like Aunt Janet, right? Yeah. Aunt Jay. Um, so she came with me, which was really nice because none of our friends could come at the same time. And so we get there. And she really liked the store. Like I think from like a boutique kind of small niche like kind of vintage but not so vintage um like dresses it was like super cute she loved the decor so we go in and i immediately like i wrote them an email about my situation right and said like you know our wedding is in like basically a month what dresses do you have kind of thing and specifically do you have this one dress i liked a lot from last april and so unfortunately i didn't have the best of luck there and the woman who was helping me wasn't the most proactive as much as she was more concerned with like the controversy of what happened to my dress in that store and I think almost retaining business from that store and so I got really disheartened there because we spent probably 30 active minutes talking about my dress being potentially damaged but then she spent like a half-ass 15 minutes like pulling dresses for me and even though I said to her like this is the silhouette I want she literally would say like I don't know the names of dresses but like I want like a like a like a form fitting dress and she brought me this giant princess dress right. which had like it was basically like our duvet cover on my like waist as a skirt and it was so big and it, it felt like a tutu on me and so I'm like what the hell is this and so I was starting to get in my own headspace because I felt like it was getting really frustrating. And I think your aunt recognized that. And so then the woman's like, I just don't think you're going to have any luck finding a dress here. You might want to try Kijiji. And so I got so I think that was one thing that set me off. Yeah, because if that chick, it was her wedding in three weeks, would you think she'd be appreciated if someone's talking to her like that? Like she couldn't be more helpful. Like, oh, you know, if you go to this place, they can help you like. Kijiji, like well and this is the thing like i don't want to go fucking meet somebody in like a canadian tire parking lot to pick up my wedding dress like that just sounds horrible and so your aunt was saying like i think she was pregnant and so she was like distracted like she was telling people about it or something so she might have just been like not ready to do an appointment but it was weird because she was the woman i had originally back in april and she was like really good like i remembered mm. she got married in the summer right. she was also a musician but i just felt like her level of interest in me was fading and so i think overall customer service this past week has just been so shitty and to me it's like if you sign up to work in a bridal shop right you should be giving like 10 out of 10 customer service for brides 
Yeah, that I wear fucking once unless it's like a fun event on a Saturday. Yeah. So having said that, we left there. I was totally disheartened. We jump into a cab. The weather's kind of shitty. And your aunt's like, why don't you call Becker's one more time? And I'm like, uh, okay, here, why don't you call? She's like, no, 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 you just call. I'm like, well, they're not getting back to me. Mm -hmm. So what the hell's the chance of it now? So we're in the cab and like the driver's kind of like, you can see him like in his rear view, like looking, listening, looking, listening. And so I finally get one of the women from the store on and she's like, oh, Val, I'm sorry. Like I haven't been in touch, blah, blah, blah. And then so she's like, um, so just as a heads up, you know, we sent all the dresses to one cleaner and the cleaner was very much like whatever chemicals they use, they actually tinted the dress and then. Um, there was damage at the bottom of the dress, which we think we can like take off with like mm. hemming it, but we don't know, and we don't know when it's coming back. And you know, there was a snowstorm yesterday, so the cleaner didn't come in. So I don't even know when your dress will be available to yeah, review. Yeah, such bullshit. And it was like all over the map, and so I just got like, this is a thing, and I, I've said this before. I think people, not so much you, because you obviously live with me and you know me. When I turn on business Val, it's different than regular Val. And so, like, even your aunt's like, don't be nice to them. I'm like, I'm not being nice about things. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm trying to be, like, firm and whatnot. And so she finally heard me be firm with this woman. And so the woman was, like, not really apologetic as much as she was, like, like, as a matter of fact. Right. Right? And so she just was – and I was trying to hold back tears. Mm -hmm. And so then I was just like, okay, well, you know – what does that leave me with? And she's like, well, I think it's time to find a new dress. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, you know, we can talk about a refund. I'm like, talk about a refund. I'm obviously going to get a refund. Like, I'm not wearing the fucking thing. And I haven't done anything with it. And I want my money back. And it's also, you're not paying for it out of pocket. It's your insurance. So it just was like a really bad experience. And then I finally hung up the phone on her. And then I like, burst into tears but in a way that i had to be like quiet about it because we were in a cab but then the cab driver was so nice about it he like reached into his glove box and like found like paper towels kind of thing for me probably wish you took an uber that guy i know and then like but he was so sweet and he's like it's gonna be okay and then like your aunt was like we're going to kleinfeld i'm like what is that yeah right and so um for those of you guys who don't know because i didn't know kleinfeld even though you watch it every week i know and i didn't put two and two together so i was like the store in new york (laughs) and so apparently there's a kleinfeld um, which is like a wedding dress shop in Toronto at the Bay on Queen. Hmm. And so even though I've also talked to my friend Liz at work about this because her hmm. friend works there and she was there that night, hmm. um, I didn't put two and two together. So your aunt was like, let's go to Kleinfeld's. And so we go to the Bay and you go up to like the six, like the seventh floor and like you open the elevator doors and there's like this crazy flamingo leg thing Weird. and like all of these like art installations. And so it, it feels like you're in like some sort of quasi Japanimation cartoon. Mm. Um, and so I'm like, this is like, where the hell are you taking me? Yeah. And so there's like seven installations you have to walk through to get into Kleinfels. And then you get, open the door to Kleinfels and you're met with the reception. There's like eight women standing there. And so I'm like still crying and your aunt barges in and she's like, we have an emergency. Yeah. And so they're all like, what? And so they're like, my niece needs a wedding dress That's ASAP. Awesome. And so um, hmm. it was really sweet. And I think everybody was like overwhelmed because it was like, yeah. clearly this is now an actual thriving business. Right. Right. That is clearly on like multiple TLC shows across North America. 
And so we get there, and she's like saying all this, and then they're like, "Um, do you have an appointment?" <laughs> and so we're like, no. "No." And so it was probably like five forty-five at this point, and I didn't realize, but the store closes at seven. Right. And so we ended up getting an appointment. Luckily, like somebody canceled or whatever, and. You know, at 6 p.m., we meet with this lovely person, Natasha, who's like what I thought was my age. Turns out she's like 13 years younger wow. than me. And so I was like, you are super professional. Um, and she was just so lovely. She, I don't know the name of the dress I originally purchased. All I had was a picture of it. And mm. so she's like, you know, we can see if we have your dress and like, can we remake it or yeah. whatnot um, from scratch or at least like start it from like a sample size. Cool. And so... I showed her a picture, and from that, she, like, literally figured out what dress it was out of, like, thinking it's, like, infinite amount of clothing, yeah, right? Like, sure. if I saw a shirt on somebody and it had some visual interest, I could be, like, oh, I think you got it from anthropology. Right. But I wouldn't know, like, what designer made it. So I'm, like, okay, you are seriously up on your craft. So then we went into, like, an inventory room. The The space was huge. It's, mm. like, an entire floor of the bay. And there's, like, all these different people trying on stuff. Um, I go into this room that's like my change room, which is like the size of like both our bedrooms together. Wow, that's huge. Um, and so there's like this giant mirror with like a pedestal in the middle. And then like two, three or four like throne chairs for like your that aunt to so sit. Cool. No, it was like unbelievable. And so like they're like, do you want some water? Do you, do you need some like yeah. like oranges and stuff? And so it was so lovely. And they were just like four women like fussing over me with mm. Natasha's like, um, which we call it the main point person. And so then because they couldn't find my dress and I was still so emotional, I just kept crying and bursting into tears. I made her cry. And then um, what you're going to call it? I think I was overwhelmed. I told. It's a lot to deal with. Well, I think it was more like I hadn't deal, dealt with it at all. And I think I'm overwhelmed about my teeth not being ready. Yeah, it's a lot I'm to deal overwhelmed with. Overwhelmed with our wedding coming up. Uh, just in general. So I'm like, this Again, just sorry, happened. I'm ruined, ruined your life since we got engaged. <laughs> it's okay. You know, it's just weird to me because I'm like, I think we I've can handle. I've caused you physical and emotional pain. No, you didn't. The world has. And I, again, though, like none of this stuff is technically our fault. It's all like freak accidents. None of it's our fault. Right? And so. Except for me falling in the bathtub. That's that is fault. your fault. Um, but again, brought me pain. <laughs> so I think this is where I, I asked. Um, your aunt to call you just because I hadn't spoken to you and it had been like, I think I was supposed to be home like two hours prior and just to give her, give you a play by play. So I don't know what she was texting you. She was just giving me updates being like, you know, we're at Kleindale's and Kleinville, <laughs> whatever it's yeah. called. Just saying like, you know, we were on the case. We got a nice lady helping us and we mm -hmm. think we found a dress. So she was giving me updates with that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so then, um, what you want to call it? Like, we ended up, like, they kept the store open for another two hours for me, which was nice. super sweet. Um, and the woman, Natasha, she found me, like, five dresses that were all in my price range. And they were all in the silhouette that I wanted. Like, this woman was paying attention and, like, perfect balance of, like, like empathy versus, and, like, proactiveness. Sweet. So, I don't know mm. about you, but, like... Even when you were, like, when you were trying on your suit for the wedding. <laughs> my two suits I tried on? Yeah, yeah. like... When you're standing in front of everybody and, like, you're like, show us your suit. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, right? Like Plus, the store I was in, I just, I'm always hot and sweaty. So, yeah. it's just, like, uh, I just feel gross. I just came from work. So. Well, and you didn't have a, two giant rooms to get changed For in. For sure. So, like, this is my thing. I feel, like, very uncomfortable with, one, people looking at me. And then it's also... Uh oh like, you're not going to like this wedding. No, I know. And so, like, even today I tried on lipstick. And, like, again, it was, like, a gloss. And then I was like, oh, 
it's too much and like the woman's like it really is nothing right and then my lips started bleeding so i felt like i'm not meant to wear do you need lipstick for the wedding everybody says i should wear a lipstick because it's like a special event (laughs) um but anyway so having said that she found me like a really nice dress two options one was like what i equate to like if i was an oscar statue so less gold but it was like very sophisticated, like a halter, very like form fitting, low cut back, really like very pretty. And like your aunt was like, oh my God, those curves, right? Yeah. Like it was, it was bananas. And so like the crazy cool thing was it also fit my size, That's right? Awesome. Like this is the thing. I'm not real thin, but I'm not like, like I am like, I'm not, you're, I'm, I'm like average size. Yeah, you're a real fair? person who everyone would die for all your curves. No, no, no. But, like, I get it. Like, this, I can't just wear things off a rack, right? Like, it doesn't work that way. Because it doesn't fit off your rack. <laughs> exactly. Can't wear things off the rack so it doesn't fit on your rack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Check out the cover art to see your no, rack. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. So, um, anyway, so, any, like, she pulled these two dresses. We tried on the first one. I think your aunt really liked the first one because it was so, like, statuesque. And then... I was like, okay, let's try the second one. The second one dress I tried on, it felt a bit more like wedding and like winter and romantic. And then the woman's like, okay, so this dress hasn't even been released yet. It's like from a 2019 summer or like spring collection that we got one size in as a sample. They sent it to us, this designer. And so I had to ask my manager if you could try it on. And because he felt bad, he was like, yes. (laughs) So... It was a freak of nature that the one dress in the one size fit yeah. me. I did ask your aunt, like, I'm like, I think, do you think John will like this one? As I, like, burst into tears of again. I will. And so, like, the one cool thing was, um, and I should have known this from watching the fucking show on Saturday mornings, but when they were, like, figuring out which dress looked better on me, then I ended up in the dress that I am going to wear to our wedding. All the women came in and I'm standing on this pedestal and your aunt's down there and like yeah. four women are standing here and they're like, so Val, do you say yes to the dress? They actually say that Yeah. To you. And so I was like, yes. yes. And then they're like, ah, they all start screaming. That's awesome. And like cheering and I heard a bell ring yeah. and then like, they're like, who wants champagne? And then I was like, <laughs> well, I always do. Yeah. Um, so then I drank like two glasses of champagne and then was like ready to go. Um, but it was, again, like I burst into tears. And so I was just like so overwhelmed. And then we had to do like all the payment stuff. And so it was like really a very long day. Um, the dress, like whilst beautiful and like super excited that I have one and I like it and your aunt likes it. Um, it is a bit more expensive. So that stressed me out a little bit. And now we're basically expediting four months worth of alterations and two weeks right um so that's a little bit stressful but i think i was happy to give like beckers the good fuck you yeah, fuck you beckers right? and your shitty customer service like, obviously it sucks what happened that's not your fault yeah but how you deal with people that's your fault so and i get that it's stressful this and that but you work in customer service thank you that's what i work in like video production so and it, your customer service is better yeah no, well it's like you know obviously like we both been stressed out mm-hmm. but we don't let our work suffer no and this is a thing it's like it's like you need to be, there has to be a level of cool in this business. And so here's the thing. I will fully call out bad customer service, but I will also call out great customer yeah, service. So the next day, um, which was super sweet, 
the girl who was helping me not that not the next day that night oh that night that night natasha emailed me just saying like how much she enjoyed like helping me and she's like you know working with like like girls like you and just like the experience make me know that i want to stay in this career for a really long time and i was just like oh my god that was so lovely and just like she was just so fantastic she like knew about the podcast she knew about like me being a musician like she just took a general interest in mm-hmm. me, which I think was cool. She was asking about you, which is something Beckers never did. Fuck you, Beckers. Fuck you, Beckers. And yeah. so um, I was like, again, you know, I will call out great customer service. So I emailed her back and I was like, let me know, like among saying like mm. you're incredible, let me know if there's somebody I can write to to just like, you know, say what an amazing job you did in like such an odd predicament I was in and like you saved the day. And so she's like, oh, OK, yeah, she's like, I didn't mean like she's like, I didn't want like to provoke that. But she's mm. like, here's like the head of like like relations for like the Bay. And yeah. then here's like the manager for Kleinfeld. And so I, I put together an email and I CC'd you on it. Mm. Right. And so I felt like I I did a good job. And then like when I came back to Kleinfeld's on Friday, um, the girls came with me. So Miranda and Lil were there. Your aunt was there and your mom actually came down. Um, What you want to call it? They all came with me. And I wanted to see Natasha, but your aunt and your mom were talking to the store manager. And the store manager is the one who gave me the dress. Mm. And, like, from this, like, the one that they hadn't even seen the floor yet. Yeah. And so I talked to him for a bit. And he's like, oh, you know, thank you for the lovely email. I'm like, oh, okay, you read it. And then I saw Natasha. And I was just like, I sent an email, but I didn't want to CC you on it. Because sometimes I feel like people get uncomfortable when you write, like, really yeah. great things about them. Like, I would. Anyway, it makes me uncomfortable. Um, not that I get a lot I of love, great. I love praise. <laughs> yeah, I know you love praise. I don't love praise. Um, and so this is where I'll just be a big ball of awkward at our wedding. Like, uh, you think I'm not gonna be awkward at that damn wedding? I'm gonna be sneaking up to the green room just to get like ten minutes by myself. Wait, what about me? You come up with me. Nah, that room scares me. That's why no one will go look to oh, find God. me in there. <laughs> so then, anyway, so now I have a new dress. I don't have my money back for my old dress. Fuck um, so I will say, like, money. Things aside, I am happy with this new experience. I'm trying to wash the Becker's badness off of me. Um, but yeah, it was a really hard, long week. And I think that also mounted in just feeling like a little bit drained. We did a lot of work for the wedding on Saturday. Yeah. We, um, yeah, no, I'm definitely happy you got the dress figured out and you have good customer service. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just really shitty but i do feel like for all the bad luck sometimes you get good luck and you got this really cool dress that no one's gonna have yeah and i was on michael hill's website today they don't even have your ring anymore whoa at all anywhere on their website so my whole style is unique yeah exactly you have a ring that no one can get and a dress that no one will have for five months so (laughs) that's pretty cool i think it is it's super cool i am very happy with it i when i texted the girls back on friday night after we got home from the store they were like stop it no way you had to get a new one and it felt bad because you know i didn't do a a bridal shower we haven't done a lot of the conventional things for like Mm. leading up to a wedding and i think like one as the only girl and like the youngest in my family i think my family would have enjoyed doing some of those things and then for you you're the only boy and so like maybe your parents wanted to do like an engagement party i have no idea but the one thing I tried to do as a compromise was instead of a bridal shower was I did uh, what I thought was a say yes to the dress moment at Becker's yeah, and then basically. we went out for brunch. And so I said to you, I'm like, the only thing I'm sad about is one, 
you know, we brought everybody out and now it's like a, a new dress. Like, I wish my mom had seen it. Yeah, but it's tough. It was so, like, last minute mm-hmm. and, like, it's just at least you did have that experience. Yeah. Like, whatever. So the one thing I was listening to, though, is that um, and everyone, like, a lot of my work teammates, like my friend Marina at work, she's like obsessed with her wedding and she's like, Val's having like the worst string of luck, but like she's taking it, like she's the best bride and all this stuff. So we were on a customer call today and like we were talking to our other friend Sandra who we're working with and Sandra's like, oh my God, Val, I can't believe it. But she's like, if this <laughs> makes you feel better, she's like, my dress. She's yes. like fully didn't fit. They gave her the wrong dress in the wrong size Fuck. from the person. And so they had to use double-sided tape to literally refit the dress on her oh. on the wedding day because they didn't have time to go back and be like, See? where's my dress? So I'm like, you know what? It's all about perspective. And I'm like, I can, I will say like, you know, <laughs> go with the flow and, you know, hope for the best. I think I'll have a great experience at Kleinfeld's. Mm-hmm. And had I known what Kleinfeld's existed originally, I probably would have <laughs> gone there in the first place. Oh, that's all right. Everything happens the way it happens. Mm-hmm. So at least you got it figured out now. Mm-hmm. I just realized you're wearing the same shirt as me. You're wearing the same no, shirt as me. No, you came home after me. No. Okay, well, we can end this thing in a few minutes. But one thing I wanted to talk about mm. was uh, when we were doing all this. Jimmy's. Tr- when we were doing all this driving on the weekend, mm. you last week wouldn't let me <laughs> pick a 21 Savage song. She's like, I don't like no, it. No, you're no, no. You're not telling the story right. You're not telling the story right. So John has been like nagging me all fucking week about the one. I can't nag. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, you I have. Am. Of course I am. Of course it's you three have. weeks away. Why would I not be nagging? <laughs> Why are you nagging I'm not, me? I'm not nagging. I'm just stressed out of my <laughs> funny bone. Mind, yeah. right? And so I'm just like, I'm just trying to go with the flow and do as many things as we can. And so we're, dri- I'm driving the car, right? And so we have to go to Long and McQuaid to pick up some gear, which I know John in general is reluctant to do. And so definitely hundred percent. You're, you're like, I think you actually hate that whole chunk of the wedding. No, I'm excited for it. I just hate how ha- I, I don't hate anything about it. It's yeah. just, that's the most stressful part. <laughs> yeah. And There's so. There's like 14 people you have to manage <laughs> and you have to rent like 15 pieces of equipment. I know. So I will say like, and this is where John and I are different. I will take that part on. Yes. But that's why I'm helping you. Yeah. But you're it. only stressing out. Okay. Keep <laughs> going. So we're turning on to Rathburn. And so there's a left hand turn. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go. And you're like, oh, I think we should wait here. And I'm like, what? And so I'm like, I didn't realize we were driving this car, right? I remember getting my G license before you. <laughs> and so... Maybe. So anyway, so we just burst out laughing. And then John's like, I want to play you this 21 Savage song. And I'm like, yeah. oh, what song? It makes me think of you. And then it just like we burst out laughing because this song is straight up me. <laughs> yeah, it's got all the funny lines that like remind me of all your problems and like stuff. Like well, it's like how many problems you got a, a lot. lot how many people want you to fail a, a lot. lot just like stuff like that and then we listened to like three times yeah it was so. so funny but then we kept coming up with our own as like how many times like how many times does becker does wait how many times do you try and reach out to becker's bridal a lot yeah. <laughs> how many times do you have to have alterations a lot yeah. how many teeth are you missing a, a lot, lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, so, like, see, I was like i told you how I many knew, headaches like, does val song. give john a lot yeah <laughs> How many times do I stress you out about equipment? A lot. A lot. How much equipment do you need? A, a lot. lot. <laughs> so it's like the best 21 Savage song. And so we just kept rapping it. 
and singing it in the song in the car and so it was just so fitting and i know you've wanted to make the song the band of the week forever but now i finally feel like it's appropriate yeah well we can end this but if you want to quickly talk about the super bowl or would you rather save that for next week no we can talk about super bowl we'll just make a couple minutes and we can end this thing much like the super bowl it wasn't a lot to talk about uh, we're not football fans, but we're fans of like seeing our friends. And Sean and Tesla always host Super Bowl parties, so they're yeah, nice they're always, to do it again. Yeah, and so they always throw like really great Super Bowl parties. Like they cook a ton, they always decorate, and like it's just a lot of fun to hang with everyone. Um, half the experience is either the commercials, halftime show, or the food. So what? Or the you... games. Like Tesla's always really great at doing like those like corner games and prop betting. Square games. Square games. <laughs> so. Um, even though we only participated in one game because we showed up late, um, my tradition for a Super Bowl is I always make an ice cream cake. Yeah. So a which, mint chocolate chip ice cream cake. Which no one ever makes for Super Bowl stuff. Nope. So. That's why it's refreshing. Yeah. And everyone loved your ice cream exactly. cake. Exactly. Which is good. So no, I think the thing with the Super Bowl was, and this, like I read a bunch of articles in the New York Times last night and then like on BuzzFeed and then in the Atlantic about the Super Bowl, I guess this was like the lowest scoring game in the history of the Super Bowl. I think so. Right? It was also the like um, conversationally the most boring mm. game people have touted. Like it's the most like um, non-memorable one or immemorable Super Bowl. Um, a lot of people ha- previous to the Super Bowl actually happening, a lot of people were angry that Maroon 5 were the musical act. Yeah. Did you like this, the halftime act? No, at all? not at all. I, one, I couldn't hear shit in the house well yeah right like i felt like and i remember like when we first got there sean's like hey we just have to be quiet i'm yeah. like this is like i'm not even talking right now so you like, yeah you invited this- the three loudest women ever too no not even ferris myself and maddie are not loud no no we were totally fine i could like- hear you guys in an elevator before <laughs> yeah. so and having said that i don't remember anything about maroon 5's performance outside of um adam levine's awkward dancing beside travis scott yeah and then him unnecessarily ripping off his shirt exactly right for no purpose whatsoever Mm. and so like i think when you have really great performances like rock performances or like pop performances like beyonce killing it and stuff like that it's like oh fuck why do we have why are we stuck with like these fools for sure and then like weirdly bring out like i know big boy is from there yeah but then it was like i read an article in like in the post and it was like the best moment of the Super Bowl this year was seeing Big Boy in the giant fur, fur coat, coat, which actually took my mind away of understanding what animal was it that produced that large of a fur coat. Which is <laughs> multiple also, animals, multiple probably. animals, and we actually spoke about that at our party. Like right. me, Sean, Cam, and Bryson were trying to figure out what animal it was. Yeah. So I don't know. What did you think? The Super Bowl or his jacket? Uh both. Uh, jacket coat. I thought was cool. Coat. Coat, whatever, same thing. No, no not it's a different. different. Okay, well, either way, mm-hmm. uh, football I don't really care too much about. Mm-hmm. I though I like. I wish there you was more. You did give a good regroup on sports on the game though. Like Bryce yeah. and I were like, oh, that was really interesting. Well, I get, I get sports. I get the game. I just yeah, don't. You get football. I'd rather be watching. I've been watching a Ken Burns baseball documentary for the last two days. And I <laughs> wanted to go back and rewatch that. To be honest with you, but. Um, I was like, well, it's low scoring, but at least it's close. Like a close game's better than a blowout because yeah. then it like comes down to the last play of the game. But uh, it was all right. Like it's forgettable, I'd say. Mm-hmm. The, even the commercials I watched, some of them, I was like, they're all right, but uh, who yeah, cares? Yeah, I only saw the Bud Light one like, with Game of Thrones. And then I can't remember the one I saw that I was trying to tell you about this morning. Like I read 
an entire article about like here are the commercials and then they had like two um like videos of what had aired i think the other challenge in that i don't like is that we, we watch the canadian feed which we miss all the commercials mm-hmm. so i end up just spending more time researching yeah. after about this kind of stuff for production uh, versus like seeing in real time they also put the commercials on a week before on youtube so it's yeah. like not as fun anymore as when it's no. like first live or whatever but no, it was still fun. It was nice to see everyone. Your ice cream cake was a big hit. All the ribs are really good and yeah. stuff. So I'm glad Super Bowl comes, but once a year, yeah. which is fun. No, but. it was definitely a lot of fun. And troopers for those guys for doing it because their apartment is probably demolished. Exactly. Well, we know that's like we've had a bunch of parties like that before, but this is probably a good place to end the podcast if you want, mm-hmm. unless there's anything else you need to, to talk about. Nope. I don't think so. So who do you think the band of the week this week should Obviously, be? Obviously, 21 Savage, newly arrested. Yeah. Apparently, he said he's from Atlanta, but apparently he's, he's from, from England. England, and he moved here in 2006. And, like, he lied and said, you know, when I was, like, 12 at high in Atlanta school, I brought yeah. a gun. They're just like, you didn't come here until you were 16 or whatever. So <laughs> My favorite thing was right before, because I was so exhausted from the week, I took a nap, like a 20-minute power nap, but I was so, like, passed out before we went to the Super Bowl party that when I woke up, all I saw was the notification from CNN saying 21 Savage yeah. was arrested. And he, as soon as I woke up, I said that to you. And you're like, how is that the first yeah. thing you talk about? It's like bad things happen to you when you go to bed. You went to bed, woke up, and Whitney Houston died. Now 21 Savage is in jail. Oh, my God. Being deported. Like, oh, man. Oh, boy. But anyways, this song is good, though, right? Yeah. And it has J. Cole, who you like. I love it a lot. So the, the song's called A you Lot. You catch that. Yeah, I just caught it after oh, okay. you said it. A lot. This week's episode, it's either called A Lot of 605 or Naked and Afraid. Which one do you want? (laughs) Which one would you rather? Naked and Afraid. Although Um, I don't know if you're going to get away with naked on iTunes. That's true. If you guys are reading this, let me know if it says Naked and Afraid Uh or if it says A Lot of 605. One of the two. But the song's called A Lot features J. Cole. It's by 21 Savage. And it's from the album called I Am Greater Than I Was, which is pretty cool. So Mm -hmm. I can get a listen. So all the ways to get in contact with us, facebook.com slash live605 for pictures, gifts, and memes. I'll put lots of good stuff on there. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I'm at ValGomez23. And on iTunes. Drop us a comment on your iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be Time for dinner. How much money you got a lot? How many problems you got a lot? How many people done doubted a lot? Left you out to rot a lot? How many pray that you flop a lot? How many lawyers you got a lot? How many times you got shot a lot? How many niggas you shot a lot? How many times did you ride a lot? How many niggas done die a lot? How many times did you cheat a lot? How many times did you lie a lot? How many times did she leave a lot? How many times did she cry a lot? How many chances she done gave you? Fuck around with these thoughts. Every day that I'm alive, I'ma ride with this stick. I'd rather be broke in jail than be dead and rich Told my brothers take my breath if I turn to a snitch But I'm 21 for L, ain't no way I'ma switch
been through the storm and it turned me to a G But the other side was sunny, I get paid to rap on beats How much money you got? A lot How many problems you got? A lot How many people done doubted? A lot Left you out to rap? A lot How many pray that you flop? A lot How many lawyers you got? A lot How many times you got shot? A lot How many niggas you shot? A lot How many times did you ride? A lot How many niggas done died? A lot How many times did you cheat? A lot How many times did you lie? A lot How many times did she leave? A lot How many times did she cry? A lot How many chances she done gave you? Fuck around with these thighs? A lot Other niggas make memes I'm on a money routine I don't want smoke, I want cream I don't want no more comparisons This is a marathon And I'm aware I've been playing a bet From a lack of promotions I never was one for the bragging and boasting I guess I was hoping the music would speak for itself But the people want everything else Okay, no problem I show up on every one album You know what the outcome will be I'm betting a thousand It's got to the point that these rappers Don't even like rapping with me Fuck it, come on, nigga 21 Savage just hit me And told me he sent me a spot On a new record he got He call it a lot I open my book and I jot Pray for Takashi, they wanna rap I picture him inside a cell on a cop Reflecting on how he made it to the top Wondering if it was worth it or not I pray for my kill Cause they fucked up a shot Just want you to know That you got it my nigga Though I never met you I know that you special And that the Lord bless you Don't doubt it my nigga Dennis Majun Stay solid my nigga I'm on a tangent Not how I planned it I had some fans That hopped in a band This shit when they thought That I wasn't gon' pan Now I got a plan They say the success Is the greatest revenge Tell all your friends Call on a mission Submitting the spot Is the greatest That did it before it all ends Nigga How much money you got? A lot How many problems you got? A lot How many people done doubted you? A lot Left you out to rot? A lot How many pray that you flop? A lot How many lawyers you got? A lot How many times you got shot? A lot How many niggas you shot? A lot How many times did you ride? A lot How many niggas done died? A lot How many times did you cheat? A lot How many times did you lie? A lot How many times did she leave? A lot How many times did she cry? A lot How many chances she done gave you? Fuck around with these thighs? A lot John Mallon and Val Gomez.